This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, Thursday podcast. We wrap up the podcast week. What up, dude? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Another day in paradise. Uh, yes, that's what we call it over there. The Boomer Carton Show you're talking about? I just meant in general. Another oh, in day general. in paradise. I kind of look at where we live, paradise. Not so much. That was a um, a Phil Collins song. I would say, yes. Just another day in paradise. I heard Susudio yesterday. Susudio? Yeah, I'm really into this Amazon Prime music. Is that right? Which you kind of, you kind of got me into Amazon Prime, but I really got it when my wife got me the Echo for Christmas. Right. So I decided to buy, get the whole Prime thing. You kind of need it when you have the Echo. Yeah, just watch hitting that table. It vibrates over this entire microphone. Like I don't know why. Yeah, it sounds terrible. All right, I will do that it again. It takes over. Now, let me ask you this, because <laughs> uh, I, I just purchased an Amazon Echo Dot yes. as a gift for I want to get one of those, too. What what do I do with this Amazon Echo? The Echo or the Dot? Well, they're both the same thing. The only difference is, I believe, is the Echo has a larger speaker. Okay. And the Dot is smaller. The Dot is assuming if you're going to use it for music, you're going to run it through a speaker. Oh, okay. But other than that, I believe they're the same thing. Okay, well, so I mean... So what do you do with yours? Uh, I get weather forecasts all mm-hmm. the time. I get trivia questions answered, no joke. Okay. Um, It tells us jokes. Right. Make us laugh. Uh, what else? Now, when will you become bored of this product? I don't know that I would from the standpoint of I've used it now to order several things. Okay. Like I see when, I like Cliff Bars. I eat them probably not every day, but a lot, probably five days a week. And you go, Alexa, give me a Cliff Bar. So I would say, Alexa, give me a deal on Cliff Bars. And then it will run down the options it has. You can buy a case of chocolate chip Cliff Bars. Oh, they give you options. Yeah, and it'll give you, and then there was a variety pack of 24 for, I want to say it was only like $17. And usually I pay a buck 50 for each. I think that's what it was. Maybe it was $19 for 24 of them. I'm like, Alexa, buy. And I got them two days later. So I don't know, you know, maybe I'm not going to play music out of it all the time, or maybe I won't use it as much as I would when you first get it. But in terms of the convenience of ordering stuff, I don't see why I wouldn't use it. Now, I have the same concerns. I listen to Howard Stern on my drive home sometimes yes. uh, from here, and he was talking about the Alexa. And he his concern is, now I have the same concern, if the Alexa is always listening for you to say, hey, Alexa, that means Alexa's always listening. Right, you. Now, you're aware, and Howard's aware, I would think. I mean, Howard's got to be 60 by now, right? 60-something, yeah. Right. You're aware Alexa's not a real person. Right. But okay. it's a computer recording something and connected to the internet. I don't know that it's recording, though. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, it's kind of like, uh, to dummy this down to sports, I mean, you can have a third base coach that's sitting there giving sign after sign after sign, and until he hits his nose or whatever the indicator is, 
you're sitting there in the it's batter's box like, all right, just what is he doing? Right. You're just kind of waiting for, all right, boom, now, now I'm paying attention. Right. I don't think that's triggered until it hears Alexa. I don't think it's doing anything. And right. if it is, is your concern that it's recording you and one day your girlfriend or wife or your future son or daughter or dog right, is going to say, hey, Alexa, mm-hmm. what has Al said about me? And all of a sudden, he's going to rewind the tape and say, right. that bitch, what was she doing with that stupid-ass dog? Right. And they're going to replay it? Both the dog and the girlfriend would be angry. And then your stuff's going to be on the lawn and out you go. That's true. I mean, is that what your concern is? I don't know what I'm concerned about. I just don't like the idea of a, of something listening to me at all times. Hmm. So let me ask you this. Are yes. you concerned about... When you, you're very big on your phone. Yes. Right? You have a lot of apps on your phone. I, do. I probably have 30 or 40, maybe more Absolutely. apps on my phone. Yes. So when I'm scrolling through on my ESPN app, as mm-hmm. I'm doing right now, am I concerned that ESPN is videoing me because I have a camera right there? Uh, no, probably not concerned. So why would you be concerned about Alexa? Because Alexa's waiting to hear. I've also heard this. You know, you and I are now have said the word Alexa many times. We have. That if somebody is playing this podcast back out loud in a room, Alexa starts wondering what you're asking it. Alexa, order porn. <laughs> Alexa, order a whole case of Cliff Bars. Send them to Jerry Recco. You have his address already, uh, Alexa. She does. Now, let me ask you this, if I may uh, then, can then continue on this. Uh, you and I are, are two gentlemen who watch what we eat. I try. <laughs> These Cliff Bars are not so good for you, Jerry. I know that. I you, so Very fun- high in sugar. It is so funny you say that. So have you heard of the Sonoma diet? Sonoma? Yes. No, I have not. So I've been reading about the Mediterranean diet. That's and in the, the newspaper Sonoma every diet. day, Mediterranean, Mediterranean diet. Yeah, they must have a deal with the Post. They might, but that one seems to be the end-all, be-all of diets for longevity. So I've been reading about that, and I've been reading about the Sonoma diet. Both seem... I could probably do it for a week or two, but it's just not sustainable. All right. That said, I was reading someone's review of the Sonoma diet, uh, not yesterday, when I was in Maryland the other day, and one of the things it says that you're not really allowed to eat are bar energy bars and protein bars, and the the writer of the blog put in, a you know, like a um, IE, he wrote, Cliff Bars candy. Right. I was like, oh, come on, I love those. And I still have, I'm not going to stop because I have seven more bars left from my, my variety pack. But, dude. Alexa's going to ask you, Jerry, why have you not been ordering Cliff Bars? I have to stop. Now, if you're like uh, the Weight Watchers, they go by points. Yes. And uh, one of the common things is like you're allowed 30 points for the day. A Cliff Bar is 10 points. Is it really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I always use a Cliff Bar as a meal. I mean, to me, it's a meal replacement. So, so you'll have it in the morning for like a breakfast? I usually have a Cliff Bar at 4. Okay. Right when I 4 get 4 a.m. Yeah, that's my breakfast. Right. And then I'll try not to eat until 8. So that's impossible. Like when I would come in and eat a Cliff Bar at 3.30 or no, 4 in the morning, right. I would eat. I'd be starving an hour later. See, I don't... It's a relatively satisfying, Yeah, I find. But... The problem is then you have a guy that brings in egg sandwiches like this morning. Who is that? Uh, the guy who brought you the turkey, our detective friend, really yes. good dude. Mario is his name, I believe. Mario, yes. Um, and so I did have the egg sandwich. Okay. Because I figured, I'm not even kidding, I had a turkey sandwich mm-hmm. with romaine and, and mustard, and I had an egg sandwich that I was looking at. Which one would you pick? Uh, were, they, were the eggs um, 
Like fried eggs? Or like it was a, eggs and like peppers, egg which I love. Oh, very nice. So I, you know what? I'm like, I had the eggs and peppers, and I'm going to put the sandwich in the refrigerator. You Probably forget about it. You treated yourself, Jerry. I did. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Now, here's something. You're familiar with Tostitos? Love Tostitos, multi-grain scoops. Yes, I'm a big Tostitos fan also. I love a chips and salsa. Yes. Well, they have uh, for Super Bowl Sunday. That's this. Uh, in, no, in it's a, not this weekend. A week from Sunday. Right. I have to send now. I had a big party planned for this Sunday, but it turns out it's the, the following Sunday. Uh, they have a new bag, a limited edition Tostitos bag. It's the party safe bag, and it's going to have an alcohol breathalyzer built into the bag of chips. Okay. So then you breathe into this breathalyzer on the bag of Tostitos, and it'll tell you if it detects alcohol. If it does, it will spit you out a coupon for Uber. Okay. Now. We're getting a little silly. Right. Because you know Tostitos is playing it safe. So if you had a beer. Yeah. Take an Uber and they have a deal with Uber. If you had one beer at noon, six hours later, I'm sure there's still a hint of a beer on your tongue. I would agree. You're going to breathe into that. They're going to go, no good, Jerry. You had a drink. Let's play it safe. Play it safe. Take Uber. Not that we're getting a kickback for this. Right. Yeah, they would give you a $10 Uber code. I wonder where you buy these uh, bags of chips. Tostitos. I've met every supermarket by me has them. No, but they have the breathalyzer chips. Well, I thought you said for the, I would imagine Limited this was edition. for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know you're right. They probably are. At the Not that I go often, but there's a stop and shop by my house. And when I went last week, I ran in to grab something. Mm-hmm. The Tostitos people were setting up. I mean, you want to talk about the display of all displays when you yeah. walk in. If they don't have it, I'd, I would like to talk to Tostitos and say, what are you doing? Because it's got to be here. Right. Because they were setting up. A big Tostitos display. I, the Tostitos will do like a what looks like a goalpost and that yes. sort of thing. They get very excited about uh, Super Bowl. Very cool stuff. The one thing mm. I've never... There have been a few things I've never been able to give up in all these years of trying to eat better. Pizza, once at least once every couple of weeks, I just I enjoy it. I'm not just going to... The heck with it. I'm going to eat the pizza. Right. Not every day, but it's once every couple of weeks. And Tostitos on like a Sunday... With either, usually we put the salsa out, but also, like, I'll make guacamole. I mean, it does, you, it's awesome. You make the guacamole yourself? I do. Yes. I cut up the avocados, and I use I actually use a potato masher to make it even smoother than just cutting and it up. And do you add anything into it, or just yeah. smashed avocado? No, it's smashed avocado. It's um, uh, little red uh, pimentos. Is that what those little red peppers sure. are? pimentos. Put those in it. Uh, I will put a little hint of lime juice in it. A little bit of garlic, and then chop it up, and then use the potato masher. Phenomenal. Hmm. I do not put onions in. I hate onions. Yeah, I'm not an onion fan. I don't know anyone who likes onions, and yet when you go to a restaurant or anything, everything comes with That's onions. Disgusting. Like you have to ask for no onions. So I was doing. I did a radio show with Pat Hobbs, uh, the athletic director at Rutgers, two weeks ago. You did a live appearance. I did, and it was on Facebook Live, actually. And then, as I was told later, it was on 1450 WCTC in Jersey. I don't know who's hearing that, but whatever. And so, long story short, they like, hey, we're, dinner's on us. You know, get whatever you want. It was at a restaurant. It was, oh, there's at the... Quaker uh, Lube and Steak. And steak. Quaker Steak and Lube. Yes, ah, right. Yes, exactly. No. And so, I wasn't going to... I didn't want chicken fingers. I didn't want a burger. I got a salad. And I said, no dressing. Just give me the salad. No problem. They come out. I get the salad. And I look. It looks great. Start eating it. And three or four bites in bit right into a raw onion. And I look, and they're all over. They were yes. just chopped up, 
they were all over the salad. So then I sit down and do the interview, the interview, the show. And I said to Pat, I'm like, listen, I said, I know we're on camera, but I'm staying at least three feet from you because there were onions in the salad, and I ain't offended. It's disgusting. Right. Who wants that? Nobody. Was that a uh, big salad? It was a good size salad, yeah. Who, uh, who paid for the big salad? Rutgers. They did. That was nice. Yeah, why? These are Seinfeld references. I know that. Just... <laughs> I, I know the big salad routine. <laughs> I, I honestly didn't think that's where uh, you were going with that. Yeah, that's where I was going. I thought you were going to call me out for being cheap and no. not offering to pay for my own deal. No, no, dinner. no. I understand when you do those things. That's part of the deal. You know, I get the big salad reference. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Uh-huh. I know you try to sneak those in. Yeah, I do but... try to sneak the Seinfeld references in. What's the deal? Shut up. <laughs> Wee. Do you have to run and do your update now? I got, I got three minutes. Three minutes. All right, Jerry. Well, here's something. We did a story back in September of a, a 70-year-old man in Kansas City. Oh, there's a lot of guys that are 70 in Kansas yes. City. Well, he robbed a bank, hmm. and then he 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 gave the teller a note that said, I have a gun. Give me money. I remember money. this. Yeah, yeah. He took the money, and then he sat down in the bank and waited for the police. He wanted to go to jail instead of going back home to his wife. I remember this. Well, he uh, he has uh, where did he go? He has pleaded guilty to charges from that heist. Uh, we got a little more detail. Uh, his wife said he had become angry when she reminded him that the clothes dryer needed to be repaired, oh. and that was it. He was like, you know what? Because that's the tip of the iceberg, right? That's it. I shouldn't say the tip of the iceberg. That's the tipping point. She probably was bothering him for the pipe under the sink. The grass isn't cut short Mm -hmm. enough. Your edging sucks. When are you going to fix the filter on the pool? Right. How come you didn't shovel the corner of the driveway properly? And then you know what happens one day? By the way, do you think you can get off your lazy ass and fix the dryer? You know what, honey? F you. Goodbye. I'm going to go get myself arrested so I don't have to deal with your sad ass anymore. He actually wrote out his ransom note or his uh, threatening note in front of her and said, I'm going to rob the bank so that I get taken to jail. (laughs) So, if you don't think your marriage is going so great out there. You could be this guy. Maybe rob a bank. By the way, we give Eddie drop. As I just said that. Yes. I mean, this is like... Eddie Scazzeri, you mean? Yeah, he play. I mean, the ones he's playing now, he pulled one from you from the other day I heard this morning. Uh, and, and you know what the problem is? Is this Tom freaking Izzo? He listens, to and I don't these mean podcasts. the Michigan State head coach. Oh, because that'd be great if he would listen. The Michigan State coach. Well, he's too busy he's telling terrific. them that they don't like the fans. Oh, right. Or I played that yesterday. Yes, I do recall. Yeah, that. how about that? By the way, Evan now interrupts me every update. Evan, uh, the midday host. For those of us who don't no, know, Evan Washburn. Yes, Evan Roberts. The sideline. <laughs> On the sideline. <laughs> oh, Evan Roberts. He works here. Yes. Yeah. He very interrupts you doing your update. Yeah, very comfortable with me. Hmm. All of your updates? You do uh, three an hour there. Yeah, not the first one. Not the one at 10. He's still settling in at 10. He's not He's not been introduced. They, well, so they have the say. show hasn't started yet. Okay. I think he likes to get started. So, By the way, do you realize the Arizona Super Bowl was two years ago now? Two years. That was a good one, Arizona That was Super a good Bowl. one, although I had to stay till 10, if you remember. I love Arizona. Yes, I do recall that. I had to work with Joe and Evan. Yes. Until noon, which was yes. 10 out there. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys went and took a nap. Yes. And then you wanted nap. to know why I wasn't ready to go at 1030 to right. go car racing. Where are we going, Jerry? Right. We had to go car racing. Ugh. Oh, Jerry, I just realized, three-day weekend, holla. You holler out your ass. We're out tomorrow. Well, you're out tomorrow. So, what is that? You're out tomorrow. Uh, me, Boomer, Craig, Eddie, I assume and you. Bob. I am not Bobby. No, I am here tomorrow. Oh, you're here? Yes. I will be working tomorrow with Kim oh. and Chris, which is all good, by the Kim way. Kim Jones? Yes. Chris Christie? 
No, Chris Sims. Oh, Chris Sims. Yes. All right. Which is fine. All good. Him I was and off. Chris. When, when was I off? Tuesday? But I you was with off, Maryland. Uh, oh, I was yeah, Maryland. With Rutgers at Maryland. Rutgers, Maryland, sure. So that's the only drawback to doing the Rutgers gig is that I really do lose time to take off when you guys are off. And having to work with Chris Sims. I don't so, mind working oh, with Chris Sims. Oh, I like Chris. Like him. Okay. I like Kim. It's all good. They're I have terrific. no problem with that. Um, it's just it's different, no question. Right. Uh, but no, it's it's good. I don't mind it. Do they interrupt you as much as Craig? I would say this. Watching, oh my God, that sounded like Boomer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will say this. Watching in the past a little bit that I have, they do try to interact with the anchor a bit. Kim does, no question. There are some anchors, I won't say who, who go in there and try to rush through it in 60 seconds so they get the hell out. Sila. <laughs> I said I'm not going oh, to not say gonna who. mention names. Okay. Uh, but I have seen it where it's kind of like, let me go in, I'll give you the scores, and I'm getting out, and I'm going to put my feet up for 58 <laughs> minutes. Uh, so I will play it however they want to play it tomorrow. Whatever. I like an interaction. I like an interaction. I don't like a host then to take over. I like a nice interaction. You Interaction's know good. The, mm-hmm. A back and forth. I just don't like when things get take when things go off track. Yeah, no, it throws off my mojo. That's horrendous when things get horrendous? interrupted and thrown off track. Yes. Who would know about that? Well, I... Not you, probably. No, no, that's great interaction. Mm. Uh, Jerry, you yeah. and I deal with uh, it's like traffic tickets and that sort of thing. Yes, a parking ticket, really. Yes. Here's a great excuse. This uh, a, a a gentleman in Australia was speeding. He was only ten miles over the speed. He's only. not really speeding then. Exactly. Well, maybe in Australia they have different rules where people don't go ten miles over the speed limit. Yeah. He got ten miles over the speed limit, and the reason he gave the police officer was. Uh, the wind was pushing me. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually very funny. Caught a really windy day and just like, really, the wind was going with me. You ever see, like, when we drive in, it, it was very windy. We had a nor'easter earlier in the week. Yes. You get up on those bridges and your car is or You're I'm, shaking. Or in parts of the parkway where there's nothing but marshland yeah. around. That car, it's like car surfing. Yeah. I When I used to have um, the truck. I mean, you sit yes. up a little higher. That thing really push you around a bit. Yes. Actually pretty funny. Car surfing. So the next time you get pulled over, a lot of people go with the, uh, I have diarrhea and I had to get to the bathroom. That's a popular one. Okay. You ever wonder why a car, by the way, if you're a cop, what could you say to that? Uh, you're still getting, I must apologize for your diarrhea, but you still are getting a ticket. Don't shit yourself. Don't diarrhea yourself right here right. while I'm writing you a ticket. Um, did you ever wonder, I've actually thought this, I don't know why, but I've always thought this. Did you ever wonder why a car is capable of going 130 miles an yes. hour? For what reason? Right, like the regular cars like that we have. Yes. Not, right, I don't mean a race car. Right. Like, why can I go into a Nissan or a Chevy dealership and buy a car that if I hit the pedal to the metal, I can get up to 130 miles an hour? Yeah, I don't understand that. Shouldn't Great. it be capped? Yes. Shouldn't the engine say, listen, buddy, there's nowhere in this country where the speed limit is more than 75 that's the limit of the car. And if you're going to do 75, we're going to eat through gas like you've never seen. Right. That's a great... I've always wondered, because <clears throat> here's the other thing, too. And this, now I'm bringing up, I guess, freedoms and stuff. So I understand it's a dangerous line. But you want to stop, like, fatalities, right, on the highways. Right. Or just in general, just in driving. How many fatalities are caused by cars doing 35 miles an hour? Zero. Well, not zero. Well, not zero. Not, not many. Very few. If you want to limit, eliminate most fatalities in automobiles, 35 miles an hour. You can legitimately get anywhere you've got to go in a reasonable amount of time doing 35 miles an hour. Hmm. 
You can. My commute uh, would go right, up Your commute a bit. would go from 40 minutes to probably an hour 10. Right. Is that the worst thing in the world? Doesn't sound great. To save people's lives? How about this? I only say because I, I had a friend who was killed in a car accident. So, I mean, I, I, that's where I always started thinking about that. How about we institute that when we get self-driving cars so that when we're going 35, that's when I'll go to sleep and relax. I'll do some reading. Because, again, two cars doing 35 head-on, it could happen. Yes. But a general car accident with cars doing 35 miles an hour, the amount of fatalities compared to cars doing 80 is going to be a lot less. And I you agree could with be you. in that self-driving car and feel comfortable. I'm with you. If the most that the speed limit is in the country is probably 70, then make the cars only go 70. Right. I think there's, and we're, what is it, in Germany, the Autobahn, yeah. there's no speed limit. We don't live in that. We don't live right. in Germany. Then and I'm get, not putting my car in a boat and going to Germany. Right. So make the German cars go as fast right, as they Let them can. do it. They want to kill themselves, let them. Right. This is America, where we want to go just the speed limit. <laughs> no, no, we don't. We actually oh, want to buzz want past speed. the speed yeah. limit. Yes. That's true. Then you'd have engines on the black market. Hey, hey, you know, your engine only does 70. I get you 110. And I know we can't help ourselves speeding, even if it's just going 10 miles over the speed limit. But now that we all have like the GPS with the Google Maps or whatever, and when you punch it in, it tells you uh, when you're going to arrive at your destination. Yep. And it's pretty much within a minute. It's unreal, isn't it? It is unreal. And that's assuming you're going the speed limit. So when you go even 10, 15, 20 miles over the speed limit, you'll notice it doesn't really alter your time all that much. Well, in a lot of cases, you're right. But in a lot of cases, especially with Google Maps, that is based on satellite imaging of your phone and the actual the actual um, speed that is being performed in, oh, okay. that, uh, in the map or route that you are going. So if traffic is snarled up, you're not going to get the same estimated time. That's true. As if you went at 3 a.m. and you're the only car on the road. Right. So it can change depending upon circumstances, which is why I think Google Maps is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I agree. One of the best inventions ever. Uh, it's pretty damn close if it's not the best. Jerry, let me take you now to Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, boy. Uh, th- there's a uh, a woman, a Florida woman. She faces trespassing charges. Police said she snuck onto President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago Resort in Florida. Uh, and she rubbed bananas on cars. Okay. <laughs> so well, that's not right. So she's going to go to jail for well, rubbing bananas on cars. Well, tr- trespassing. This gal, Kelly, she slipped onto the Mar-a-Lago grounds in Palm Beach just before Trump's inauguration. She smeared banana on cars, according to television station WPBF in Florida. And she left explicit messages on a computer inside the resort. She typed F.U. Trump. Hmm. People don't like this guy. On a computer screen. You ever wonder <laughs> how we found 48 million people to vote for him? Because <laughs> it seems like 400 million people hate him. <laughs> she said she wanted to be arrested because it would get attention for her claim of being cyber attacked. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She's been uh, charged with a misdemeanor trespassing. She was released. How many bananas do you think she used? It doesn't say here in the so article. So we've got comedians and coffee. In comedians co- in well, co- comedians, comedians and cars, in cars getting coffee. Yes. So this could be wackos with bananas rubbing out cars. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a, a new web series. You're right. Right. Exactly. I wonder what the 
theory was with rubbing bananas on the cars. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, why? Have you ever rubbed out your banana? <laughs> rubbed a banana car? I have not. What Nor would it? I be that offended if I... Who cares? Let's say, uh, the, like, a podcast is over, Jerry. I'm leaving. I go out to my car. There's a banana smeared on it. Okay. <laughs> 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 Hold on, let me just take that off. Yeah, wipe that right off. Right. Uh, well, you'd be a little annoyed. I know you. I would uh, know what I'd be wondering? What went down <laughs> that a banana was smeared on my car? Every time you, the time me and Don LaGreca left the radio station and his car, <laughs> not funny, his windshield back window and all four windows were smashed out <laughs> and all four of my tires were slashed. <laughs> In Queens? Yes. We, we did an overnight. I think Tony Page was the host. Maybe Tony Page I was the did. Pretty, he was not him. I was the producer slash board op and Don was the anchor. And we walk out upstairs, if you remember. I forget what road that was. Uh, the upstairs <laughs> uh, entrance. And we go out and we look and Don's windshield is completely smashed out. The rear window and all four windows. His tires were intact. All four of my tires were slashed, but they didn't smash out the windows. So long story short, uh, I got in the car with Don, and we looked like Dumb and Dumber with our heads out the window so he could get me to Penn Station so I could get home so I could buy four new tires and rims to put them in the back <laughs> of my father's car to drive me back into the city to where I then had to switch out all four of my tires so I could drive home the next night. Right. Turned out there was a gang fight. Hold on, Boomer's here for a second. There was I, a gang fight. A gang fight. Yes. Boomer, did you sign those other footballs? What other footballs? There's footballs in my room. Uh, uh, five balls were Craig signed, but you hadn't signed yet. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Hmm. I'll take this from you. Perfect. Hopefully it doesn't fall off. I'm going to edit all this out, Jerry. Don't worry about it. Might right. I'll bring some uh, crazy glue with you. Okay, a little crazy glue. Yeah. All right. I love the crazy glue. Definitely. All right, so Boomer. so Jerry, do you think you got the better end of the deal getting the tires slashed, or think, Don Lagreca got the better end of the deal? I think getting the whole the, deal sucked. And right. a cop told us there was a gang fight the night before between a, uh, a New York gang and a Jersey gang, and they and when it was over, the New York guys went around the area just destroying everything with the New Jersey license plate, and we got screwed. Right. So there you go. I got, you are a victim of a hate crime. I'm pretty much done. All right, Jerry. Uh, uh, have a nice weekend, you jerk. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll be off tomorrow. I'll uh, see, oh, so I'll talk to you Monday from Houston. Uh, well, we'll try that. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do the... Well, let me know. Oh, the post game we're definitely doing. Well, let me know what's going on. All right, Jerry. Uh, see you. Warm up now. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good morning, Al. Thursday morning, what is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. You have a big trip coming up. Uh, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl, which is in, uh, well, we still have another week, which is weird because I'm surprised you haven't been talking about the Pro Bowl, which is this Sunday. <laughs> no, I haven't been talking about the Pro Bowl. I haven't heard you do in, one thing about it. In Orlando, by the way. In Orlando. Well, there was a big practice yesterday. Uh, or uh, with practice, yeah. A Pro Bowl practice. Pro Bowl practice. And the big, well, I won't say the big story, but one of the stories coming out was Michael Bennett heckling Kirk Cousins <laughs> to where uh, Kirk Cousins was getting under center, yelling out the checkdowns, and Michael Bennett walking over to him and screaming, you like that, you like that. Kirk Cousins being a uh, great Pro Bowl quarterback. Oh, who cares? Exactly. Exactly, yes. What if I told you, though, there were drones involved? Then would you care, Eddie, hitting the drop so quickly? I would not. You would not, even with drones? Are you familiar with drones? These are these. Yes, I have drones. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. What about? We all have drones. What about, yeah, that's right. Craig I have got, two of them. Craig got his drones for Christmas. Yes. Or whatever holiday. I'm not sure what you guys celebrate. 
Christmas. Oh, Christmas as well. Okay. Then for Christmas, we got them. Uh, These drones are going to take footballs up into this very high into the sky and then drop a football for you to catch. That's going to be in the skill. That's interesting. It's in, I, I was interested at first, then I realized, isn't that just what punt returners do? Or quarterbacks that throw a bomb? Well, this is going to be really high, Jerry. I don't How think high? I, higher than a quarterback. Like six stories, I, I heard. Six stories. Great. That's high. I'm, I'm sorry. I love football. I have no interest in this. How tall is the story? Why wouldn't we just say feet? Is or the story 20 six feet? Six floors. Well, even that. What? Depending on the building, maybe I have high ceilings on my floor. Right. Isn't well, I, would, I would imagine each floor is, what, 15 feet? That would I you don't say? Maybe more than that? Anyway, that I'm no. not familiar with. I would guess 12. All right, so 12 feet. So it's a 72-foot drop. Who cares? What about, like, somebody getting injured catching a ball from a drone? <laughs> right, they break a finger? <laughs> or it's, like a, a, it's like a missile coming yeah. at them. <laughs> or a drone goes rogue and it just starts, uh, uh, you know, nosediving. Now that I would watch. <laughs> so would you watch... Attacking drones? Absolutely. Yes, so... All pros are out there, and drones are attacking them. And firing lasers at them. Yeah, that great. you'd be in for. Not sure that's what they had in mind. Oh, this is, this is just I footballs. Think, yeah, I would think oh, that okay. would be footballs. Yeah. Boring. Yeah, well, it's the Pro Bowl. It's kind mm. of what it is. And it's in Orlando this year. It's not in Hawaii, or it's right. not at the uh, Super Bowl City. It's not in Houston or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, they've tried everything. Before. I went it's to one tough. year with Craig and his kids uh, the, a couple years ago when the Super Bowl was in Phoenix. That was the year they had the Pro Bowl there, and we I went the night you before. Going to that, we were on live at four a.m. from Phoenix. Yeah, and I remember you said, "I'm heading out to the uh, the game." Like the Pro Bowl, you were going out to the Pro Bowl the night before we started that week. I will say that the children really enjoyed it. Well, I think that's a great event for the kids because you see the stars in a different way that right. you don't usually. They are having fun; they're kind of into it, very and, relaxed. Yeah, it's not a serious football game. They're not acting like jackasses. Yeah. Now, this story, Jerry, is very strange to me. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, he's the coach at Michigan. I've heard. Football. He does the football there. He was in (laughs) Iowa for whatever reason yesterday, and he reunited, get this, with a a mailman who 50 years ago ran him over with his car, his mail car. Well, hit him. Hit him. He didn't run him over. Jim Harbaugh, no, he didn't run him over. Right. That would have been a more serious. <laughs> I would think so. I would not reunite with a guy who ran me over. Right. I guess if he hit me with the mail car. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was six at the time. He ran across the street, and a mailman hit him with his mail truck. How old's the mailman now? In the 70s? He's got to be 50 years older. Clearly. I did the math. I'm going to say he's in his 70s. And they posted a photo. He enjoyed a, a milk with him, a glass of milk. And this, this Jim guy, Harbaugh is quite the character. He loves to be looped in with milk. Yeah, well, that, this is Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. I would have loved him in New York. Could you imagine Jim Harbaugh with the New York media every day? He'd get hit by a New York taxi cab driver <laughs> 50 years later. <laughs> right. We'd have a reunion of Forget some sort. the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. We're talking about the cabs and the Uber drivers in Manhattan. Yes. That would be a blast. Now, he's going to Italy or something, right, to practice with his team. Have you heard that uh, one? Probably. That doesn't surprise me. He's a lot a of these guys do that. Strange. Was he that strange when he was a player? Jim I don't Harbaugh? remember. You know, it's funny because I don't know that we knew him in that way. I he mean, was just he was a kind boring, of an honorary quarterback. Boring quarterback. Yeah, pretty much. And he wasn't a great quarterback. He was a good quarterback. I don't, you know, again, the accessibility back then isn't like it is now. I mean, now everybody's got something to say and the cameras run to you and you could be, I mean, Nick Mangold talks as much as anybody. Do you remember growing up offensive linemen talking to the media? 
And they probably did, but it wasn't as publicized as it is now. You know, with the online, the Internet, and all that stuff, and the team websites, you can pretty much hear from anybody. I don't think we heard from Jim Harbaugh back then. At least he didn't play here either. That's the other thing. You know, you're in Indianapolis. How much are we going to hear from him? When they were not good. Right, but wasn't he also the one? And I could be way off on this. Wasn't he the one, and Eddie would remember, that threw the, uh, the bomb in Pittsburgh in the playoff game that was almost caught? You remember yes, that, that is it was him, right? Yes. So, I mean, he had some moments, but he was not a great quarterback. He was a good quarterback. And then I see Brett Musburger's retiring, Jerry. This actually saddened me. You really? Because this to me was, and I put, I actually put a tweet out there yesterday. If you, When I think about the NFL growing up when I was a kid, I thought of a few things. A, Summerall and Madden. If they were doing the game, it was a big game, you know. It could be whoever. It could be Giants, Redskins at 4 o'clock on a Sunday. could have been the 49ers and the Cowboys. Whoever it might be, if you had Summerall and Madden, you were kind of locked in. It's kind of like Buck and Aikman now, Nance and Sims, stuff like that. But that, for me, was the first big pairing that I remember. But before even that, I was I loved the pregame show. I loved the NFL today. And I used to make sure I got to the TV for when it started to hear, you are looking live, and they had the – you know, the video or the footage of the stadiums. And that was like Musburger on that show. And now to think, while he's still very good at what he does, he's walking away. Now, do you see why he's walking away? Is he being forced out, Jerry? I don't know that he's being forced out, but the reason he gave was, A, spend more time with his family, all good, and then also to start a family business of a sports handicapping company. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, good for him. He's 77, and he still has aspirations, but I'm saddened by the fact that he's retiring. Hmm. What about, were you a big Irv Cross guy back then? Yeah, absolutely. And then, Eddie, who was the uh, former Miss America who was, was on that, that Gail? show? What was her name? It was not Gail. Not, what was her name? I actually just watched the whole documentary though, with Jimmy the Greek and... Um, Phyllis uh, George. Phyllis ah, George, that's yeah. it. So, Phyllis George, yes. Yeah, very interesting. A long time ago now. And uh, Catherine Webb, who's uh, Andrew, uh, what's that uh, fellow's name, McCarron? Yeah, the, uh, the uh, Bengals Yeah, backup yeah. quarterback of the Bengals, his wife. Uh, she actually went to Twitter and thanked Brent Musburger for making her famous. Well, he sure did. I mean, look at what her life turned out to be after that day. Yeah, he was checking her out in the crowd. Did Jen Sturger also send a thank you? She did not. And in Hello. fact, this morning I checked the Jen Sturger uh, Twitter feed. Yeah. She was retweeting some people that were referencing uh, that they were wondering if Jen Sturger was sad. Because she was the Florida State gal, right, Eddie? Who uh, was uh, that is Brent, Brent Musburger also referenced her. I think she was wearing a top which she had uh, she had cut up in a uh, sexy manner. No. <laughs> and she's a comedian now, isn't she? She's yeah, I can't fathom that one thing she would say is hilarious. Well, people are going to watch her. I don't know that. Oh. I think people just go to comedy clubs and they don't care who's <laughs> on the stage. Make me laugh. Yeah, and if you go, you're in for a laugh. No matter what, because you're there to have a good time. Usually. Although you can get heckled, and that is very uncomfortable. Yeah. Hmm. I would get the sense you might get heckled. I would get heckled, and I would cave <laughs> right in. I wouldn't know what to do. go. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do now? All right, we'll take a quick Poop break. emoji. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Boomer and Carton in a couple of minutes here on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. A couple of other things to get to before Boomer and Carton here on the fan. Uh, The Knicks did lose last night in Dallas. The Nets had a horrendous line. I know nobody cares, but they were up 18 to start the fourth quarter last night to the Heat at home, and they wound up losing. Just brutal. Uh, Also of note last night, the Bulls lost. And after the game, Jimmy Butler had 40 points. Dwayne Wade had 33. 
Nobody else did a damn thing on this team. Here was Wade, who was uh, basically wondering to himself why he's more bothered than other guys around the team. I'm 35 years old, man. You know, I I got three championships. It shouldn't hurt me more than it hurt these young guys. And as he kept talking, he got angrier and angrier. You know, I don't know what happened. I don't know how you fix it. Uh, It just doesn't mean enough for guys around here to want to win ballgames. And, uh, you know, it pisses me off. But I can't be frustrated and I can't care too much for these guys. Uh, They got to care for themselves. That's tough. I mean, it's Dwayne Wade saying that, so you certainly can understand it. And then the other thing is, Here's Jimmy Butler, and this is really going around, all this selfish talk. We had it with uh, the the Manhattan coach, Steve Masiello. We had some other clips from guys yesterday talking about it. Here was Butler basically saying you can't play selfish. Who cares who's shining? When when we're winning, man, everybody looks great. Everybody's doing what they're supposed to do, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think that this is happening right now. I mean, so those are your two leaders basically going after the rest of the roster saying, wake up. You know, especially in a bad conference. you got two guys like that, they should be winning more games. Now, can they just carry the team themselves, Jerry, those two fellas? I would think they could, but last night they didn't. Maybe they're so. not pulling their weight. And the Sixers won again. They've won five of six. That's pretty good. And I want to play one thing, too. We're running out of time here. Uh, Roger Goodell was with Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio yesterday, and he said no issues giving Tom Brady the trophy if he wins. He's an extraordinary player, a great performer, and a surefire Hall of Famer. So it would be an honor. It would be an honor. For him to give the trophy to Tom Brady. Now, if they lose, does he have to interact with him at all? Uh, I don't think you have to. I mean, if the Falcons win, he'll be on the field, right? And then he'll be in the locker room, the Atlanta locker room. Want a shot to be in Houston and see some 